0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl.
1: Okay!
0: Welcome to FMLFPL. I'm Alan. Wolf. Here we are, bro. This is the real no. deal.
1: Game week one in the rear view. Let's fucking jump straight in. This is, the, we...
0: this is the actual first episode of the season.
1: Yeah, the rest of the episodes are bullshit. So how'd you do? What are you sat on? What's your team? What do you like? What do you hate? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm on 78, so decent. 372k rank. Not that bad.
1: So uh, you're on 78. Yeah. And you're at 372k. Yeah. I'm on 80 and I'm at 283k. That's There's so 100,000 places in two points. Which also we'll talk about a
0: lot in the what the fuck section, but so many people are already talking about taking hits. Oh, God, we're going to just fly. A hit is yeah. 200,000 places right now.
1: Yeah. Is
0: that really yeah. worth like swapping fucking some guy who's good to some other guy who started? Yeah,
1: dude, De Bruyne a blank. You
0: got to get red. You got to get
1: red, dude. All right, what do you got? What do you sat on?
0: Um, ah, some people on massive scores too. It's such a high scoring week. I saw like work Danny on eighty eight. Guess Jason eighty seven. Holy shit! Uh,
1: fuck both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'm happy. I mean, starting in the back, I got three clean sheets out of three defenders. Heaton didn't keep it clean at Chelsea, which is fine. All right. Um, so Three for four. Yeah, so I'm I'm stoked. I'm I was worried about Phil Jones's place a little bit, but he started and was fine today. Naughton got a bone. Birdie got two bones. Birdie was fucking amazing. Like amazing yeah. stats and it's everything. It's good, great stuff. Yeah. Um, super psyched about David. We both have. in your <laughs> shout early preseason <laughs> shout of the year.
1: So far, um, I mean, it's so good. So far, shout of the year. I mean, yeah. he. He came in huge, and everyone else on City besides Kuhn blanked, and the eight points with the baps were great, and he almost got a double return.
0: Yeah, he had that questionable offsides where he then like, teed up Jesus. Yeah. Five chances created, Like, yeah, the, the bones, everything. Was wow. <clears throat> <David>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got JWP, Soup Shore on the uh, Slack channel. He had incredible stats. He really looked like he should have scored, should have maybe had an assist too. I'm going to stick with him for at least like one or two more weeks before I even think about getting rid, but okay. that's fine. Genie is more on the chopping block of my mids. And he was just so bad. Liverpool were mostly really bad. It was a fucked up game, but you know, we'll see. I'm not worrying about it now. Um, well, it was
1: also an away game for him, so we know what he does away. Which he, is usually he never nothing. scores away, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, KDB blank, yeah, whatever, he's fine. Uh, Scott, Scott had a good quote in the Slack. He said, if you're considering getting rid of KDB after one game week, then I've got a place for you in my FPL Money League. <laughs> like, just fucking um, spot on right there.
1: Before we move to Fords, I want to hear more JWP thoughts. So, I mean, Southampton kind of more of the same, but... Five five feels like a good punt. Oh, Awobi didn't start. You feel you feel pretty good with him. You want to hold tight.
0: I feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's concerning that Southampton haven't scored at home in six straight games. Like that yeah, is a fucking Broken like that. That's that's a, that's a concern. Very difficult to do, but yeah. I don't know the amount of like sitters that were missed. I think you replay that game, they score two or three goals. Like if you look at advance, like. Um, expected goals and all that shit. Like, they actually performed really, really well. They completely dominated Swansea, pinned them back pretty much the entire game. Swansea didn't have a shot on target. I was pretty pleased. I think he definitely, like, shined, and I don't think there's any reason for him to get dropped at all. So, like, yeah, I I feel pretty good with JWP. But, you know, if they're... If he and Southampton blank another in a row and it's just nil-nil and just horrible, then, like, okay. They're just, like... They just can't attack, you know? But
1: Yeah, I think at 5-5, five, five, though, like we've been talking about in the preseason pods, is that's where you want to punt, I guess, right?
0: That's where you want to punt. So, like, in another world, I feel like he has a double return last week. You know, if sure. just, like, a couple things fall his way, if Mawson doesn't block a shot with, like, his fucking elbow, you know, it's just, like... yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not mad with JWP. I was watching that game and I, the whole time I was just like, God, he's like just in the box all day. Like, he looks so good.
1: Yeah, because I mean, we've already seen we're potting on Monday and we just saw Shaka price rise already with the first two days of price changes. So he noticeably dropped a lot further back when Ramsey came on. I mean, when he's playing there with El Nenny, he'll have more freedom to roam. That Arsenal game just confused me. Complete confusion that entire game. I'll Rewatching that entire game back, but. Okay. I feel like JWP is a much better shout than Shaka.
0: I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, game week one is such a fuckfest. Like, yeah, we don't, we really, really honestly us. don't know anything. We barely know any more than we did in preseason at this point. Yeah, but, but one yeah, other Shaka was one. pretty good though. Like, there's a video in the Slack you'll see Nate posted that was really good. And it was Henri like analyzing La Gazette, and there yeah. were just so many times when Shaka had the ball on his left foot deep. Laka made, like, an amazing run, and Shaka just didn't pass to him, and Lacazette just, like, put his hands in the air, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, like and, like, it feels like that will happen stuff. a couple times a game, you know?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, we're going on tangents here, but it's fucking pot time, so whatever. I was extremely impressed with Pascal Gross at the 5-5 slot watching that Brighton game because he was playing on the shoulder. He was playing as a striker, and he ran off sides four times, but... When they're not playing City, I think he's going to be fucking in there. And he was on some set pieces. He was someone I was very, very impressed with, someone I'm keeping an eye on.
0: Yeah, he was on the radar of all of the like, hardcore stats people because he was so impressive in Bundesliga. And it was interesting because him and Proper were... It was kind of like... It was a front three, but there was no width at all. Like they, All three of them, when you look at like the average position, like heat map, it was like Stryker, Hamed... Proper and um, and Gross were all just like central halfway line all cl- yeah. like clumped together. Well,
1: they were all kind of playing. Were- Their heat map is City's hilarious back line- against City. City's back line was at the halfway line, so Gross was just trying to lurk and make runs yeah. for if they ever could like clear something deep and just run onto it. But I think it's telling. He's five five midfield. He's playing basically as striker. That's exciting, and he's on set pieces. Uh, they didn't look great. But, I mean, they played City. So I could see them having some decent games. But Pascal Gross looks like he's going to be central to a lot they do. And they have a really good run of fixtures starting. So he's someone I'm kind of half-eyeing to maybe downgrade if I need funds for one of my midfielders soon. I don't know. Yeah, for a fourth or fifth
0: spot. Yeah, that's a good shout.
1: Let's wrap our team so we can really get stuck in. Well, yeah, there's
0: Kev, who, as we mentioned, blank. I mean, I don't know. It It was a little concerning, not... Uh, you know, I'm not considering getting rid of him, but like he was noticeably deeper than Silva. Like Silva was the one like making the runs into the box, and KDB hockey assisted and almost hockey assisted another on the Silva, Silva offside. I'm not worried, but it would have been nice if Kevin more than like two shot two touches in the box and had a shot in the box and zero <laughs> chances created. It's not great.
1: not worried at all. Yeah, but he's fine. Um, Bob
0: was, you know, I guess my best shout in hindsight. Like, he did exactly what we thought he might do. He took the pen. He assisted. He max bones. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Kane, I'm not worried at all. Everyone's fucking freaking out about Harry, but I don't know. I mean, it's six touches in the box, six shots, five in the box. Those are all number one amongst forwards. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good for your forward. And then yeah. Rom was just obvious, you know. Yeah. If from, someone someone there, asked me hour. on Twitter, like who's who's the number one essential player in FPL, you know, dumbest shit ever. Like there there are none, <laughs> but if there's one, it's Rom. You know, yeah. if there's yeah,
1: when you're looking at ownership and shit, like it's textures, just nuts. and
0: that's why yeah. we have him. I don't even yeah. want him. <laughs> like I want Kuhn. But like no,
1: I want, I want Rom. He, it was good owning because I loved having him when he was on Everton, and he's so good.
0: He's so good. I just don't he's like so United good. and shit. So, yeah. but yeah, once the ownership got that high and their fixtures, and you know the captaincy is going to follow, it's just going to go up further. I'm pretty sure he's price rising tonight if he didn't already. So it's just like his stats were nuts. He did not. He looked did good. Not price rise. Okay. Well, him and Mkhitaryan are going to go up this week, and it's just yeah. you know it seems. But uh, okay. how would you
1: do? Um. So, yeah, 80, 80 for me. I got three of four cleans, uh, Fabianski, Danilo, and Stevens. Dan with just the one point. And then midfield, I had a pretty consistent grouping of points with uh, Silva on eight. And then I had De Bruyne and Zaha, who both blanked, unfortunately. But then Ali and Erickson both came in with 20 combo points, which was fantastic.
0: I was so lonely with Kane <laughs> watching that yeah. game. Yeah,
1: I mean... Sh- Ericsson was so good. He was like, yeah, he, he was could incredible. have had. He almost had a, yeah, he was great. And then up top, I had Gabbiadini, who I don't know. I he's maybe just maybe he's just bad, but I'll give him home home Swans next game and or West Ham and see where I go from there. And then uh, Captain Rom, but yeah, not for eighty points. A little bit upsetting on my bench. I had Florian Lejeune. Who is probably going to be out for a month at least with this ankle injury, which is very troublesome. Because I was banking on that depth, especially with someone like Danilo who got subbed early, could easily not start next game. Thank God I have Ben Mee as cover, and I don't have a 4-0 defender, but a little bit of a situation there. And then you know Zaha with this news of potential being injured is a concern as well. So I have to I have to monitor that. I mean, not great to wake up with two yellow flags on. Uh, game week one. Afterwards, when I'm really trying to save as much as I can, but I don't know if Zaha's going to miss. I'm going to I'm going to have to spend it there.
0: Yeah, and that's on a lot of people's minds. And my I have the same answer for everyone, which is just like we just we just got to wait. Like, yeah, gotta, don't gotta worry gotta about price Friday. rises. We yeah. need to know what's actually happening before you use a transfer.
1: Yeah, the main thing that's very troublesome with that is normally I like to take the two weeks to assess. I mean, we could fuck our teams off. Let's move on right to just general bans
0: Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go on. Yeah.
1: Um, I usually like to take those two weeks to reassess to figure out, like, if I'm going to transfer Zaha out and I do it on game week one, like, your inclination is to just get another seven million midfielder. But realistically, you have to look at the other positions on your team and who you need to move out next and think about, like, okay... Do I need to free up money here because I have my eye on getting rid of this guy? There's no one good in his price bracket, so for me, I'm looking at kind of Gabbiadini. I mean, if he blanks again, I don't want to fucking keep him again. He's just—I need to just move on from that punt. It's clearly a punt. Do I want to free up money by downgrading Zaha so I have money to go to Bob or something like that, or do I want to stick in Zaha's bracket at seven, maybe six five, and then then keep someone in Gabbiadini's price bracket around the seven million forward? So I think it's just you have to be cautious with your game week one transfers because that's how you back yourself into a corner and then you end up taking hits earlier. You have The early wild card is not kind of looking at your whole team, especially, you know, I mean, I have Lejeune out, so I only have four defenders. So there's a lot to consider. Yeah, you're always trying to,
0: like, analyze and figure out the pressure points of your team is how I worded it in lineup lambs. You know, and...
1: You're a great writer. You think so? Yeah, great. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I have... What I said in lineup plans is that my pressure points defense because Phil Jones is not nailed, and I have a fifth defender who doesn't play at Mariapa. I got away with it this week. But when you look forward, I have Simpson who just conceded four goals and wasn't good. I have Phil Jones who's not nailed. Maybe Lindy or Smalling eventually takes his place. I have Mariapa who doesn't play. So, in a similar boat, like someone like Wynaldum. I have to think similarly and and look ahead and be like, okay, well, do I want to just go seven zero to seven zero, or do I want to maybe upgrade Mariapa to someone who looks really good, or change Simpson to just keep the balance and keep everything flexible and genius?
1: Yeah, it's a tough one, but so anyway, so but forget it, we'll, we'll do our teams later. What are some things that stood out this week? What do you want to hit on first? Well, I mean,
0: you brought up Zaha, and okay. he's, he's super, yeah, super high-owned. Yeah, start with the darkness, and then follow the light. You're <laughs> supposed to follow the light, right, when you see the light?
1: <laughs> I just run away from it. I just want to stand back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Yeah, Dave Cullen asks, if it transpires that Zaha is indeed out, can you run through the best options at seven on below? It's so tough, dude, like... Some of these well, teams that I'm seeing tweeted in are like they just have they just have no backups. Like some people just have like an empty bench or one really bad fixture on their bench. And if Zaha's hurt, they're just they're they're going to start at zero. So it's
1: like yeah, not well, they have good. two four out defenders and things like that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I mean, at the seventh spot, I think Ramsey caught our attention coming off the bench for Arsenal, uh, bagging a goal. Willian looked very bright. I mean, he got the assist, got a bone in that crazy game. Their fixtures are tough, um, but other than them at the seven yeah, zero,
0: there's I don't not know. that many other seven 0s that were great.
1: That's about, I mean, we got Fab suspended, but is there anything? That's like that's it to me.
0: Yeah, I don't I didn't see any others. I mean, like you look at a guy like Tadic, and he was good and had really good stats, but you're not going to buy into does, Southampton yeah. right now.
1: No. And he always does that. Yeah, he, he always has good stats. You got West Ham, who just didn't know what the fuck was happening in life. You don't want to go there. You
0: can't really jump on Richie right now. Newcastle are very underwhelming, other than like Atsu. Like yeah, I'd rather I mean, have they, Atsu than Richie, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they might be able to turn it around. I think they will. The they were down first. a man, but like I'm not yeah.
0: buying them right now. You know, no,
1: probably not after that game. But it was too bad that Pereira got hurt because he was someone at six zero who I was interested in, and yeah. You know, I think he's just a fantastic player, but that's why I was looking at kind of gross and maybe dropping down to that price bracket isn't the worst thing. I guess, like, you can make an argument for Ince. He had some really good stats. Yeah, he had some he good looked, shots and stuff, yeah. yeah he, looked, he looked good against us, but, I, again, you know, you never know what Huddersfield's going to do. They they should struggle. I mean, they're not going to get to play Palace every week.
0: Yep. But that's yeah, like the like I Albrighton, think, JWP. Albrighton was pretty good. JWP, yeah. it's like it's tough, dude. I'm yeah. happy to not be in this scenario right now.
1: Yeah, and it's also, looking back, when we were looking at a few different sevens in our drafts, it feels very good not to be stuck with a couple players in that price bracket. But I do. I would probably try and downgrade that spot, honestly, down to a 5-5. Five, five. I mean, I, I, I like Gross a lot. I wouldn't have a problem doing that transfer. Um, I, I like JWP, like you were mentioning, a lot, even though... They didn't score at home. Their fixtures are still great. His stats were great with his shots and chances created. I think he's a good shout.
0: Yeah, it feels Um, like the thing with JWP is that their defense is so good and their fixtures are so good that, like, even if he only peppers in a few assists on corners and set pieces, like, he's going to get a lot of three-pointers for clean sheets. Like, it's not the worst, you know? Like, he's going to still kind of tick over just because of that. Yeah, and
1: if he's averaging something like four and a half or so points a game at five and a half million, that's fantastic. That's all you can ever hope for. And he really would only need to be getting you know, an assist or a return every three to do that, which isn't amazing. It's not like Mares, whatever, when he was 5'5", five, five, but it's something you could definitely stomach yeah, as your exactly. fourth midfielder or something. So that's probably where I'd go with Zaha. But on, on the aside, I mean, Palace were just a mess in general. It was clear that Frank was trying to play out the back and kind of usher in this new new era but
0: dude Frank's eye by the way yeah it's fucked up dude oh my god dude Bond, yeah. Bond villain straight up
1: yeah it's, it's, a, little, it's a little terrifying <laughs> it's very terrifying don't dude don't want a piece of that like you see him in the alley you fucking run away
0: yeah the other managers I'm sure when they go for the handshake are just like yo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're probably like whispering in oh the assistant manager's ears like dude look at his fucking eye it's
1: like did you see his
0: eyes versus <laughs> Wagner's the exact opposite he doesn't yeah, he's even just so,
1: yeah. he, he's so happy to be there. Yeah, he doesn't
0: even look like a manager at all. He's just like a quiet chipmunk.
1: It's like a chipmunk.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say he's like a substitute teacher who, yeah. like he like eats the same thing for lunch every day. He's just quiet.
1: Tuna tuna salad. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed on the tuna salad. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So many people have Dan, Ruben Loftus cheek. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, was by far, What's yeah, up? Ruben
1: Loftus-Cheek was by far the standout player of the game. He started playing very far forward, and then he dropped back deeper. Um, he was very influential when he dropped back deep, and he was close to an assist here or there. But I feel like he's going to be one of those where he looks great every game, but he's not necessarily getting FPL returns. But I think we just need to give it some more time. He looked so good. He yeah, like so, he didn't have so the good
0: attacking FPL stats, but at the same time, he led Palace in, in BPS. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that kind of sums it up. It's yeah. like he wasn't really threatening goal or assist, but like he was really good for the entire game.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Foster Mensa, I mean, he's definitely going to be nailed at four or five, clearly. He wasn't fit to start 90. We backed ourselves into a corner there because we had to was our last sub on him on like seventy or something. We put in fucking Tompkins, who immediately just didn't realize what the speed of the game was and gave up a goal immediately. Yeah, it was bad. So I think Foster Mens is very safe. Uh, Dan, he's safe in the middle there. It's just a question of if he's going to get any attacking returns. It is noticeable. I mean, Benteke really does take up all of the room on set pieces, and they, it's so many times that yeah, this he game only got, got were, that
0: one chance. Dan, right? Yeah, and yeah. Head headbutt, yeah, headbutt yeah. the ground.
1: Yeah, and that was on his foot, too. It wasn't on his head. Yeah, it wasn't even on his head, yeah. When those indirect set pieces come in, so many times Dan's just like a little behind Benteke, and Benteke's getting his head to them. They attack the same space, which is where the ball always goes, but Benteke's just like Benteke, so I don't know. And then Palace are just bad, so definitely don't get any of our players in this moment. (laughs) But Zaha, Uh,
0: what do you think about Zaha? I mean, like, he was really wide, but he was in the box a lot. He could have scored... Yeah. I mean, like if he's not hurt, I'm he's not fine. too worried he's, about him. I'm not. I'm yeah. not at
1: all worried. I wouldn't yeah. consider getting rid of him if he's fit. But yeah, on another day he could have had a double return. He forced one very good save by Lossel, um on a shot coming in from the from the from wide wide position, and. Um, he had a couple of decent crosses where we just like had zero players in the box. That could have been an assist if like Macarthur was playing. You probably would. Have yeah, played. yeah. No one making late runs into the box. Like Cabai, we just we missed that a lot, positionally aware from midfielders coming in. But so how look fine. He's he totally was fine. He's going to return points. We still have good fixtures for the next five game weeks, and if he's fit, I think you need to just call him your knee and your nerve and just hang tight because yeah
0: and i think the defense will be fine like i was a little bit worried about palace and deborah and like like a lot of the pods were about like how slow the slow possession game and whatever and it got it was just a bad matchup it seemed like but i don't know home swansea at burnley game makes three and four home southampton gaming five like those yeah, like, are still good fixtures to start yeah. something like Dan, you
1: know? Oh, for sure. You're definitely not going to get battered in any of those games. Yeah, so. You got a clean shot there. It just really depends on what we're doing with Joel Ward. If he's in the team sheet, we're not going to keep a clean Everyone's sheet. Everyone's worse, yeah. If he's not in the team, then we have a very good chance of keeping a clean sheet because our worst player is not playing. <laughs> God, he's bad. I couldn't believe the things I was seeing. he <laughs> was doing was—I was absolutely. Astonishing. I don't the understand. The Slack chat how... was just
0: like Joel Ward concedes a corner. Joel Ward scores an own goal. Joel Ward, like so,
1: I, I, don't. I just don't understand how we're playing a promoted team who had negative goal difference at home, and we're playing Joel Ward at right wing back, who has no pace and can't play right back in a back four and overlap. Like that's a problem, and I don't know what De was seeing or thinking that. He thought he's a better option than Townsend because it the makes deficiencies no sense in the team. The deficiencies in the team were just uh, abundantly clear for everyone.
0: Yeah, you look at a team like Everton who are like you know similar, they're definitely better than Stoke, Stoke are not much of an attacking threat. He starts Calvert Lewin at right wing back. Yeah. he's like essentially like an attacking winger because it's, it, it's the same scenario. It's just yeah, yeah Ward right wing back yeah. is a nightmare.
1: yeah. All right, I don't want to talk about Palace, yeah, palace no, that's, Cast. Yeah, We need to fucking check, shut Palace Cast. Check, check the box. Tick the box. Let's go to your your squadron. How about a little pool with their Ugh. fucking offsides nightmare loss?
0: Yeah, they were they were so bad. That first half, dude, they were as bad as I can remember in the last like three or four years. Like,
1: yeah.
0: just the giveaways. Like Bobby, Matib, Genie, Hendo. Like the giveaways. The pa- it was like. We were playing with like multiple Rob Holdings in the side, and it was just like a fucking nightmare. But um, from an attacking FPL perspective, every, everyone came in. Everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah. Salah was Genie. great, amazing stats, just picking up right where he left off preseason. Yeah, Mane, so let's talk about Salah yeah, yeah. because he deserves a
1: little. So nine now. Sarah AKA Salad. <laughs> um, he came in with. A double return, goal and an assist, mm-hmm. twenty-six bonus point system points. That is stunning. Yeah, so low. Because isn't that less than what you get for just the goal and just the assist? Did he have complete negative points elsewhere? Like, I mean, did he get negative points from every single thing he did in open play besides the goal and assist he got in the BPS?
0: Yeah, I don't. I wish I had. I don't like know a what the numbers are, but, but, but it
1: seems like that would bad. be it because. Twenty twenty six on a double return is fucking insane like Willian got 29 and he only got an assist
0: yeah RLC, yeah, so, got, RLC got like 20 and yeah, they lost 3-0 and he got no attacking return
1: so he's going to lose out on points because he's going to be missing chances consistently he's going to be missing the target consistently because his stats are so good that's going to be annoying. I mean, you're going to have games where he's double returning possibly and not even getting a bonus point because, I mean, 26 on the BPS, that's very low. I mean, he had a double return. He got one BAP, So that's going to be a myth. So it makes me feel like Bobby is just that much better because he got a goal and an assist, and he, like, doubled Salah's points in the bonus point system and got max bones. So I think that both are worth investing in. But it makes me want Bobby a lot more at this point.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even – this went totally over my head, and this is a fucking great point by you, I think. Yeah, I'm just looking at, like, how the BPS system works a little bit. And it's just like, yeah, he must have just been caught off sides a lot, shots off target, like – just
1: Getting dispossessed, getting tackled, turning the ball, yeah, the ball over. I mean, that's what he was do- – we watched the game. He was doing yeah. that all the time. He just sprinting but he's also gonna, constantly.
0: And, like – yeah. When he's on your team in a, in real life, that's good. Like I want him yeah. off the shoulder all yeah. the time. But yeah, yeah, BPS they, and Bobby doesn't do any of that. Bobby's yeah. like much slower, drops steam, creates yeah, chances, like safer and possession. Chances. Yeah, yeah, great wow.
1: passing stats. Yeah, yeah, that's but a fucking
0: same, great great point by you. Yeah,
1: but it's it's a, it's one of those double edged swords, as they say, because you want your players to be bossing all those stats with shots on the box, blah blah blah. It's a lot like Ollie. Where, you know, they're going to score their points on their returns. But it's just so fucking annoying when you look up and you're like, oh, my guy got a double return. Like, is he going to get max or what? And then you check and you're like, oh, he might not get one. Like, you have to wait for uh, adjustments to see if he gets one.
0: Yeah, midfielder scoring a goal is 18 BPS. Yeah, so an Monte assist Monet is... finished with 18 and Salah finished with 26.
1: <laughs> What's an assist? Can't be less than eight. It's nine. So he got negative one points in open play. For on the bonus point system, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> and Mane
0: got negative too because you get yeah. points for just like minutes and shit. I yeah, guess just like yeah. he Guys like Mane, Mane got a card. Unfavor- unfavorable. Yeah, I, mean they, I mean, they don't have good
1: passing stats. I get it's all the things they get dispossessed. It's it's a tough. One. That's they don't have the good passing stats. They
0: also don't pass that much because all yeah, those t- percentage based stats are like yeah. minimum thirty pass attempts.
1: Wow, this is getting nerdy, but I like it,
0: dude. We're we're not nerds. We are fucking absolutely
1: nervous, dude. Come <laughs> Fucking, we have an FPL pod, That's normal. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I, wow,
0: wow, good, great I, points, dude. I'm fucking pumped on that. But yeah, Bobby doesn't uh, do that shit. Bobby's just good to go, baby. I think
1: Bob, if Bobby, when he's interviewed on pens, it's Bobby's got to be in all the teams coming up. I mean, that's why I'm look. I'm looking very hard at doing this, uh, a a Wolf and Gabs to five five and and Bob, and Bob, I mean, Bob. I think needs yeah, to Bob be fucking on straight is just in. insane. It's like, fucked up.
0: I, I shouted this in preseason. Some people on Twitter were, like, questioning me. But you look at his, his two seasons. One was, like, basically half a season. He's pretty much nailed for, like, around double-digit assists and definitely double-digit goals. And you just include pens and the extra bonus and all of that shit. And the thing that I said on the pod that people were questioning is, like, he's going to put up Ali-type numbers. And, like, you just can't really deny that. That's yeah, what that's too. what Ali well, does.
1: I don't know about 20 goals.
0: I don't think he'll get 20 either, but he'll probably make up for in bonus. 16. So yeah. the
1: thing, there was a little bit, I was reading some analysis about Bob last year as a midfielder when he's getting an extra point for the goal and an extra point for clean sheet mm-hmm. versus where he would have wound up if he was classed as a forward last season mm-hmm. with the extra bonus points. And I think it was about a wash. I don't think there was a massive difference there. Oh, I thought it was higher. I don't remember. Maybe I'm making this up. But I think at the end of the day. But then at the end of the day, if, you if have to yeah. He's on pens. That's the thing. And we still don't know. I mean, we still haven't seen him take yeah. one in the league with Milner on, with but on Yeah, but he's gonna take a few because Milner's not gonna be playing as much as he did last year because he's a fucking old midfielder who was playing reverse out of position and he was a shit left back. So. <laughs> he was a good left back. Come on. No, don't don't come at me with that. He was a bad he was a bad left
0: No, he's good, he's good. Nah, fuck off.
1: I want to talk about Arsenal because I think that was the most... Yeah, Arscast is big. Yeah, Arscast is big, and we'll get guest Jason on for a little Arscast session soon, but I don't know what to make of them. Lacazette had that early goal, which was phenomenally taken, but then he completely disappeared. I think he had maybe like one other half chance, but I feel like Leicester figured out how to mark him out of the game very easily. But at 10-5, they didn't look fantastic, Arsenal, but I think he's going to... Come into a lot of our teams soon. What, what do you think about Lacazette?
0: Um, I think I mostly agree. I he was invisible, but I don't think it's the type of thing that it's his fault. You know, what I mean, like some players will go missing, like Ozil, his teammate, and it seems like it's like a la- it's it's perceived like a lack of effort or they're just not working hard enough to like get the ball. But I don't think any of that's true with Lacazette, like. Like I said in that video with Henri, like he was making runs all day. Arsenal yeah. were just honestly getting bossed for a lot of that game. Yeah, like I mean, Leicester should bad. have won that game, no question. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Once they took over and once they made the more attacking subs, and just their backline was h- hilarious. <laughs> bellend, left back, Ox, right back, Monreal and Kola, center backs. It's just mental arson shit. But yes, once they started like going forward a bit more. I thought Laka again just like showed his class. I thought he was amazing again. Like he had that He's you know, really, really good cross that could have been a goal for Rambo. Yeah, yep. and yep. then he had that play where Giroud got sent in, and Giroud like cut it back to him, and he like dribbled. He basically like megged two guys and got a really good shot off again. Yeah, I mean we we were shouting him hard in preseason for a reason. I mean, yeah. it's hard 10-5. for me to imagine him not scoring like twenty goals.
1: Yeah, ten five's good. And he's going to be on pens there, and they get their fair few. It's good. good yeah,
0: thing. if I had to like redo game week one team, like feel like my front line would be like Bob, Lacazette, and Jesus.
1: Well, Lukaku.
0: Oh, sorry, I forgot about
1: Lukaku. Fuck. Yeah. that complicates yeah. things. Yeah, but I Bob but Lukaku I mean. and one of them fucks. But yeah, I think Lacazette... I think amongst the hardcore FPLers are the teams that we normally see, and I did not see a lot of him. He was a very. Very much the minority of the just ten five the and over. Yeah, it wasn't worth the risk, but at the same time, I mean, return in his first game. Granted, didn't get any baps, but he looks like he's going to be scoring regularly. So yeah, he had good, good stats.
0: He had three chances created and stuff. But yeah, he's just and good. then he's just really good. And then
1: Kolasinac was really
0: good. Yeah, everyone's freaking out
1: about him. Yeah, I mean, he's a man. He's good. He's
0: a fucking unit. Yeah,
1: he's a fucking big boy. He's six. Is he's going to easily earn six, especially when. He's getting in there and he's playing on the as a as a left-sided center back when he is playing when he's not playing Bellerin on the wrong fucking side of the pitch like an ass fuck <laughs> and Kalasinak is over yeah, there, on the left wing back out will back and Oh there. yeah yeah, he's gonna be fucking good. So yeah. he's someone also that we're gonna need to figure out
0: about his composure was just yeah. Crazy.
1: He, he keeps the ball like so calmly going yeah. towards the byline when there's like three guys around him, and then he just fucking makes a great pass. Like, or he just like Maradona
0: spot. moves around like some central yeah. midfielder, or yeah. hit on his assist that the tap into Welbs. He wasn't, yeah. like, looking down in his feet. He's just like, oh, no. just casually driven. Oh, yeah. there's the goalie. Yeah. Okay, tap in. Easy. It's amazing that's that like they forward. got him on...
1: Yeah, It's amazing that they just got him on a free. Like, yeah. How does the rest of the yeah. world miss that?
0: I mean, that's, all right. that's Arsenal in a nutshell that's, right there. They're that's all hard. about, like, the... Under the radar gems and shit, and yeah, they like, looks like they like found Debus- another.
1: Yeah, like Debushi, like that one's so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very under the radar gem. Alright,
1: RS cast over Var- Vardy party though. He looked back to two seasons ago. Var- yeah, he
0: looked bounce back. He levels
1: really good.
0: Yeah, I wonder if he like juices or something. Like he gets a little <sighs> like too pumped up after a dong. I yeah, love he's, it
1: though. He's definitely got like some. Cocaine, little yeah, a little his, bit of his cocaine,
0: little like testosterone boost before the game. Like he, he probably doesn't have sex. Like he's, he needs full release for every time he dongs.
1: I mean, an interesting front line would be Bob Vardy and the Premium. Yeah, the, the only
0: thing that that bugged uh, me is about Vardy is, is like his stats are so bad. Uh, he had he three takes shots in the chances. box and two and two shots. I mean, three two touches goals. in the box and two shots, and they're both dumb yeah, and they're great. That's
1: what he does, and that's how they play. I, mean, I know. I just don't know s- if that's
0: sustainable. You know, that's kind of like two
1: years ago, Vardy or last year, Vardy. Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. know. I don't when know he know looks like that, yeah. When he looks like this, that's when you just want to hop on and see if you could ride it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're okay. right. Yeah, the when the form is titting like it was at the end of yeah. last season. Yeah,
1: yeah. Then, then you top. Yeah,
0: then you Todd. So home, Brighton, I mean, early sneak peek. I think he's, like, not the worst captaincy shot. If you're a team that doesn't have Lukaku or something, there's a lot of guys that he's ahead of that no one's talking about probably.
1: But, Just you know. huge punt. but Huge yeah, think, punt, but home, Brighton. I think this week, other than Lukaku for captaincy, and we'll get there. Tough. A lot of bad fixtures for the good team. So could be a good captaincy punt week yeah. to go for. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, I definitely did want to hit on Man City because another team that a lot of us invested a lot into. And, I mean, watching that Brighton game, it reminded me a lot of their performance um, at the Riverside last year when they were playing Middlesbrough. Really had a tough time breaking them down. A lot of meaningless possession. Um, Starting Danilo out there and Walker. I I mean, Danilo was surprising. He He had an absolutely shocking game. Really poor in the final third, really lacking the quality and incisive final balls and things like that. I mean, Walker, we know what you're going to get. I mean, he'll just run down and like be like a fucking little dog and kind of do nothing. But I mean, it took you know it took a little bit of silliness for them to get ahead. And Pep was really sweating it in the second half. Brighton, pretty compact unit. Um, I don't know. Are, are you worried about City?
0: No, not at all. I mean, the amount it's of hot take. That's am- why we pod. Yeah, the amount, the, the amount of dominance was just staggering. I thought, you know, like, it takes a team as good as City to, to pull something like that off. Or they just, like you said, like their center backs on the heat map are in the ha- on the halfway line. I just feel like there's just like a little bit of, you know, they're just working the kinks out. Like, it's early days. There we'll are so many moments walk? that were like, oh, that was an inch off from a goal. Or like, oh my God, Aguero just missed like a clear cut chance. Or like, you know, that oh he's just off sides by half a second. You know, and like oh, cre- that's credit to a- Brighton, they gave him a good, you know, a good go. But like, I just think a team like City, they're not going to play against a bus every week, and they're just gonna they're just gonna dominate that hard most weeks. They're going to play lead to a lot of goals. You know,
1: like they're going to play against the bus most weeks, though. And my concern when I'm watching them is that when they're playing Fernandinho, and then they have someone shitty like Danilo who just doesn't know what's happening in the final third over there, they don't have a lot of attacking players, and they don't they don't have a lot of width. And yeah, but and, I mean, Danilo's bre-
0: probably not going to play again like anytime oh, soon. Mendy's I mean, almost back; he's like back in training and Sane shit. Or something just like they like the of, last you know he's, he's their only other defensive player other than their center backs I mean they have they but that's have so the thing is that's attackers.
1: five of their that's five of their players right there with the three center backs Dino and and Danilo so I mean they are only running with six attackers when they're playing with their average possession their back lines at the fucking halfway line that's why they're passing around and dick farting around the whole game and they couldn't do anything I mean they were they were one or two attacking players short if he went to just a fucking back two and subbed someone off and put an extra attacker on, took Danilo off, I mean, took fucking Dino off, put Yaya on, like, he didn't need the, he didn't need Dino in that
0: game. It is weird to me that they're even running three in the back for all of the reasons that you just said, but also they just don't have much center back coverage. Like, company's going to get hurt. Then, what, they're just going to throw everything out the window and go back to four at the back? I don't really understand. Yeah, that said, I mean...
1: The window's not closed. Who knows? The
0: window's not closed, and it's it's Pep. You know, like you have to give.
1: No, the benefit of the doubt. But the it's, it's of the a doubt frustrating. It's
0: like Pep and Mourinho and shit, and they'll figure, they'll make whatever changes need to be to to dominate even harder. And you know, this is going to be a really, really tough week for them, maybe against Everton. But I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where if, if one of those early Aguero chances goes in, like how many yeah. do they score against Brighton? Yeah,
1: that's fair. Yeah,
0: you know, I don't know. I'm okay. not I'm, no, I'm honestly not worried like mainly David, David and, getting a return definitely like <laughs> softens Collins any and,
1: concern I have. Yeah. But I'm, I'm i mean and Jesus also did he had the handball, which was quest I mean I think it was a handball is a good call, but that was yeah. questionable. You could see in real time that going the other way. Yeah, he they, they, was, did have, he was so they did good, have a lot of Jesus. Yeah, Jesus was really good. I mean for him to finish up on one point was very fortunate for us as non owners, but He looks good moving forward. uh, He's going to be definitely consistently getting points. Him and
0: Aguero are just, yeah, they're just going to score a lot of
1: points. It was interesting Um,
0: that uh, Otamendi got reined in some bones. Yeah, Yeah, his his pass percentage and shit, I was looking, is like 92. Yeah, if pretty good. If he's like the most attacking of the three center backs, he'll probably come in with those kind of stats pretty often against buses, so. You know, he yeah, he something to keep an eye on. Yeah, he's five five. Like he could he could come in huge. We both think they're gonna get a lot of cleans this year. So
1: Yeah, but they have to stick in that three at the back for him to still c- get get exactly. Because you think stones plays,
0: yeah. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon dot com slash fmlfpl. Okay, moving on. So
1: I mean the fact that you use Soup de jour already on JWP is so out of control because Soup de jour is just the Manchester United team.
0: Yeah, I mean they are the well, JWP Soup Du Jour is very much like Slack. Slack only people. That was like, like
1: Patreon Slack. Sure. Patreon
0: supporters in Slack. He's the Soup Du Jour. But yeah, menu is just fucking insanely dominant. <sighs> I don't still, remember a yeah a game like that in a while where it was just like, holy fuck, dude.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for other teams that play United. I don't know how much to read into it. that West Ham were that bad. I mean, West Ham would have gotten beat 4-0 to any top six team. West based Ham were they played.
0: by far the worst team at the weekend.
1: Mm, Palace were. Uh, no, I don't think
0: so, dude. I mean, 3-0 like,
1: to a promoted side, 4-0. I mean, that's, a a, that's obviously
0: like a worse result. But I just yeah. mean like as a team. Performance. Like, performance. like West Ham didn't – never threatened – Never adapted. They just gave. They were just like, "Here's my asshole." Like insert whenever you want. Just leave the midfield completely open. It was just like pathetic. But to United's credit, they took advantage of that and and fucked that asshole that was open.
1: Yeah, it's good ass to fuck.
0: <laughs> I and mean, when when in Rome, you know. I mean, they were almost like a four-four-two with like. Because Mata was tucking so far inside, and Rash was so far forward, like almost more forward than Lukaku.
1: Yeah, like that was the difference, right? Like, look at United versus City's performance. Like, United had their backline playing like very high, for, very very high up, but they were actually interchanging constantly among their players when they're in the final third of the edge. That was just fucking nightmare, confusing West Ham. Like City, I feel like we're not doing that as effectively. And I know that they brought Jesus deeper towards the second half to try and pick the ball, but it was so fucking predictable what City was gonna do every time any player got the ball. They made the same of two passes. Like every time Danilo got the ball, he either faked to go to the byline and then passed backwards. Like every time Kev got the ball, he just like wrote tra- like transferred yeah, to play. I know you to mean others. But like United were just all over the place buzzing out of control, like everyone making diags, like everyone going all over the place. I,
0: I think, and maybe I'm just seeing with through Liverpool lenses, but I think that's more West Ham versus Brighton is the difference okay. between those two.
1: They were that like, disorganized?
0: Yeah, I mean, when you, at, when you look at Brighton's heat map, just the heat map, not even talking about their organization or anything, they were basically in a 6 1 3 formation. And no one on their team average position was across the halfway line. They just, like, could not have possibly been more of a bus. Like, they may take the bus advertisement away from Mourinho. But you look at West Ham and just, you know, the eye test also. Like, they were actually trying to attack. They had, like, you know, Arnie and fucking Cheech and Ayu and shit. And, like, I don't know, their midfield's an absolute nightmare. And they were, like, trying to go forward and, like, trying to win the ball and, and just getting, like, caught and just giveaways and just wide-open counterattacks. I think you give Man City that exact same team, I think they'd probably score more. They'd probably score okay. six in that same game. Okay. fair. That's fair. how I see it.
1: Fair. All right, hopefully Southampton can do, do them next week.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah we get a little JWP, Gabardini, Birdie Festival. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they were fucking great. Mkhitaryan, hot on everyone's
1: radar. Yeah, Everyone Mkhitaryan already has Kaku. Got to be looking hot, very hard at Mkhitaryan after that performance. He's great.
0: Yeah, I mean... It, he could have an
1: absolutely monster season.
0: Yeah, there was there was a version of Chelsea where they scored a fucking million goals in a title-winning season. You know, it's not what Mu's yeah. known for, but... I feel like the front, players are good enough if they could just yeah, do it by accident. Exactly. I feel like, like look at Paul's fourth.
1: Like that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's Moo's tactics almost in a nutshell. Is like just get the most insane, ridiculous superstars ever in the front four and like he'll just he'll piece together whatever defense. Like give him any like big guy and he'll make like a good defense then he yeah. needs like the super most expensive elite attackers. Yeah. And they'll just get it done. It. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll make the most out of it. Um,
1: all right, anything else you want to hit on before we move on? What do you think? You want to do anything? I don't want to talk about Chelsea because fuck that. Like Spurs, whatever. I, I
0: mean, know. Spurs, there's not that much else to be yeah, said. I mean, They're all fine. I Gavies. mean, J-Rod J- was one that stuck out in, yeah, he in was highlights. Good.
1: He started yeah. at Stryker.
0: Yeah. That was the thing that
1: like yeah. made me hate him he never in preseason. Never started a striker in pre Yeah, with Ron Don.
0: Yeah, Pulis listens to the potty, Bench Rondon, J Rod had fucking insane stats. Yeah, he couldn't to not score. Yeah. Um and then in that same game it was nice, you know, Ake getting a bonus and a one in a one no nil loss was just yeah. everything that we were talking about in preseason too.
1: But did neither either of us end up with him?
0: Yeah, I don't have him. Too soon.
1: Well, he got less than all three of your starters, so that was a good pick.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I'm happy for other people who have him. That's
1: yeah, cool. no, Ake, yeah, it's good to see Ake doing well. I'm sure we'll get him in soon. Yeah. Get well, get well soon. Um, uh, let's, let's look on to caps.
0: Yeah, I think we can move on now. So, yeah, yeah caps. So, I mean, Lukaku is just hard to see past. Hard to um, see past. and beyond the fixture be, and everything the ownership and the captaincy percentage and the form it's just it's got to be Lukaku i think
1: yeah i but, agree i mean i think when you're looking at a week where spurs are playing chelsea and man city is playing everton arsenal at stoke which is never a pushover even though they do normally i feel like do well against them the only other place you got to look is Liverpool. I mean, I think Bob Mane or Salah are all very viable captaincy options. Very reasonable. But I mean, Powell, we're we're in we're in bad shape. Yeah, we're I mean, in bad we, shape right now. We're in or bad think shape. The, we, we just got bonus, a lot of new faces.
0: The bonus stuff you just brought up with Salah and Mane though is ringing heavily in my head though. Like oh, wow. you never because you never want to captain a guy who's who you know because you're captaining. Really, you just want one return. Obviously, you want more, yep. but like you. Yeah you really, really, really like are praying for just a single return. And if you're looking at guys like Salah and Mane who are pretty much never going to get baps on a single return, that's not great.
1: No, it's certainly not great. Maybe Bob. Bob? Yeah, I think, I think Bob's I still a reasonable think, captain. I think it is not very difficult to imagine Liverpool scoring four goals in this game. So for those reasons, I think any of these players could double return. And yep. if I only had one of them, I would... Definitely think about capturing them, but I still think Lukaku is better than any of them because of. Uh, Swansea is also not that great, even though they're a little more organized. But I think you still are looking at with Lukaku. I mean, it's only game week two. He just got a brace. United looked fantastic. Is this a good time to go away from someone like that? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, there's no reason to. You know, yeah. your Liverpool guys are still kind of differentials. You know, just yeah, let them just that you let them, them do that. Yeah. And captain the safer better option. I mean, you look yep. at you look at what Southampton just did to Swansea. Yeah, they scored no goals. They outshot them 29 to 2. And that's Southampton. You know, like and United are about to just destroy this team, I think. There's no reason not to. So, Yeah. But yeah, I do like Vardy as a punt. I mean, Lacazette is kind of punty, but I don't hate it at all. Yeah, um, I don't know.
1: Stoke, Stoke at home. I just never feel like that's a good attacking fixture. Yeah, they're pretty it's, tight it's at home. not
0: great, but they're fucking
1: bad. God, that sucks. It's the late game on Saturday. I don't have anyone in that game.
0: Oh, I hate not having anyone in that game. <sighs> Maybe Zaha will be injured, and you'll bring in Rambo. There's no way
1: that I would bring in Rambo.
0: Rambo looked good, dude. Nah, fuck him, dude. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then let's just go to our teams. I think. Um, yeah, you can. I mean, we're, we're both trying to save. Saving after game week one is really a recipe to success. I mean, you, you want the extra data points. You always want to have two free transfers if possible for a double move or for just one free move or if you really need to, a triple move for minus four is not the end of the world. But using one transfer this week feels bad. It it pretty much means your, your squad was too risky and too thin out the gate and hopefully you'll, you'll learn that lesson for next season, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are exceptions to that, of course. If you went in with, like, Gaza, who had a red, or you had Fab with a red, uh, or both, yeah. Yeah, or both, that's not inconceivable. I mean, there are those cases. And then also, if you had someone who got injured, like, I mean, I'm sitting with two injuries right now. Yeah, it's unlucky. Yeah, it's unlucky. But even
0: still, with two injuries, like, you can feel 11. Still 11. Yeah, I could like, easily
1: just go four four two, play Dan, and just let it go.
0: Yeah, and like we're we're talking about other teams that like literally cannot field eleven this yeah. week, which yeah, is just know, that's that. soon. You know, that's yeah, too that many. Um, but you know, if you have to make a transfer, you do. I don't have to make a transfer. I like the look of my team right now. I have a lot of good matchups this week, so I'm feeling good. I'm not. I'm not okay. touching it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same thing. I think if Zaha's confirmed out and it's going to be something that's not just a niggle or a knock, I'll probably figure out what to do with him because you know, I'm not trying to play week by week if he's going to be in, in or out of this team. But I have a problem with Danilo. I, I don't know if he's going to start against Everton. Yeah,
0: Danilo is sketchy. It's I don't yeah. know.
1: I, I mean, I got to be honest. I, I love the player. I've never seen him play so poorly before. Yeah, a lot His of the pods were
0: like... Shitting on him and like how unproductive he was at Real Madrid he, and stuff. He was
1: terrible. But yeah. whenever I, I mean, I didn't see him at Real Madrid because he never played at Real Madrid. But every single time I watched Porto when they were in that Champions League group and in that Champions League year, he was fucking amazing. Yeah, so, he's
0: like a tools guy. He just yeah. has like every tool imaginable yeah. at his yeah. disposal. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, he was trying shit like off his chest, like half volleys, and like it was just, he was a joke. It was just he was kicking it into row one thousand million places. So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with Danilo, but that's a very big problem because it was a very short-term punt. But with Zaha injury, Lejeune injury, all of a sudden I'm a little short. So, I'm not sure. I have to see. I have to see. Yeah, Pannuza's we need more in info. Right? Need more info. I need, need pressers. So, Lambs will be interesting this week, but I don't know if I mean if Gabiadini blanks against West Ham, it's going to be a tough one for me to hang on to him. But if I don't have two frees, I don't want to stick in that price bracket um, at, the, at the striker spot. I'd want to bump him up. So. Fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah early already, doors, you're in a little well, bit of trouble. I mean, the Zaha, if he's not injured, then I'm so happy and I can just play it by ear and figure out what to yeah, do after game two. but if he's week, injured, that's very but troublesome. If he's injured and like, I've got Lejeune, again, like, Lejeune's at Huddersfield this week and then he has a sea of fantastic fixtures, like, I would have put him first on my bench and then I would be even less concerned. Yeah, but as it is right now, I have one player on my bench because I have two. I have two injuries, and I have McBurney. A lot so. of
0: injuries and red cards. Game week one.
1: Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of shit. Fucking so.
0: Newcastle, dude. Two defenders, two yeah, first steps. That's, that's... Done. and they're
1: their two most nailed defenders. Yeah, that's fucking shit, dude. So. A little, a little fucked up right now with my squad. But the problem is, is this is the peripheral of my squad, and I like my core. I like my four midfielders in Lukaku. So we'll say it.
0: Yeah, at least you have that going for you. That's good.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, in the worst case, if I have to take an early hit to sort out some of these injuries or whatever, then I'll fucking do that. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, Alright, you ready for some fucking Patreon anus slaps or what? <sighs> Fucking shit, dude. So we have a lot to read. A lot of slots. And then we just bang out. We just bang them out, dude. Which column there. do you want?
1: Um, I'll go one and I'll kick it off. Okay. All right. So this is a big big shout out. Thank you to all the patrons that signed up on uh, patreon.com. Huge. Backslash, Thank you, dude. Backslash FMLFPL. We got a lot of stuff going on there. We have a Slack channel, which has just been popping off. We have over 100 people in there right now. Uh, talking about all things RMT related, festival related. Game Day Chat's been insane. A lot of good banter. So fun. Um, yeah, I love it. A lot of leagues, a lot of action. But so, anyway, one of our features is a slap on the ass, anus slap on the slap. We're just going to shout out you guys who are keeping us going, covering costs, covering podcast costs. And here we go. We got Nick Lenardi. Thank you to Liam Kelly, Barend. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> there are some really difficult yeah, there names. We're going to butcher some shit ba- big time. Baron. Ba- 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 <laughs> 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 uh, he's in he's a remove because I can't say his name. Baron Mur- <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Baron. Jordan Ray, Oscar Lozano, Sean Murphy, Jordan Forster, Nick Forster, the Forster duo. Love you guys. Cameron Spanner, Spanner in the works. Rob Waters nothing wet like water colin foley dan kelm mark no no last name alex Bryan, double barrel first names chris allison another first name and a second name is a girl's name hugh forte luke thunberg thunshot legend victor sterner eric lee pimply hey what's up dude michael thiel la my friend christopher no last name ashir ray and con gayer jeldy Amo Atwal, Amo, great to see you. Dude, you left David out, Heron. you didn't
0: say Ash to Ash for Ash here. I got to
1: throw that uh, in. Fuck, I, he hated it. Yeah. Benjamin Hicks, Turan Hall, Raymond Jones everyone Ron Raymond, Andrew Kravoda, Eric Jorf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're so bad with these fucking Nordic names, dude. They're there so difficult.
1: so many names. Eric Jorford, uh, Jack Walsh with an E. Walshy, Mitch Maynard, Alexander Castel. Uh, Luke Jordan, Pontus Jokvist, Martin Nilsson, Mario Hansen, Heredero, Julian Stevenson, Michael Weber, Andrew Cook, Colin Bothwell, Kieran Berg, Christopher Gelke, Jeff Walker, Lucas Matthew, Luke Popolock, Glenn No Last Name, Alex Kenny, Double Bell First Names Zubin Shaw and Chase Heck. Thank you guys. That's the first half. Want to take oh my it away?
0: God, dude, I'm fucking in tears right now. That that's Not good or bad? It was so funny, dude. It was great. <laughs> I was dying. It reminded me of like old sponsor days where I would just take headphones off. But I decided to leave them on right now. All right, go on. All right, column two. Orange Shapiro, my brother. Matthew Steentrup, Brett Cass, Ethan Rone, Christian Torrenson. This name is just. (laughs) I mean, Ingi, that's fine. The the letter, the first letter of the last name. (laughs) Looks
1: like a. No, but it's, he's Icelandic, dude. He's a cool dude. We're I not making fun dude, of you. But love I you. just can't. You know, it's, it's definitely a. a it's got to be a B or a P. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm a mess. I'm going to take my headphones off, I think. I'm dying. Right, I'm taking my headphones off. Oh, God. Ingi poor <laughs> <laughs> Halgrimson? Colin Cole Johnson, Vito, hi. Ronan Shapiro, my other brother. Anton Torhammer, legend. Jeremy Weeks, Aaron Barker, Sean Kemper, Ian Cusack, Kenneth MK, MK Dons, Ben Rutler, Miko Repo, Colin Schatz, which is just, is that your real name? Colin Schatz? That's fucking insane. Um, Arnie Magnuson, Icelandic genius. John O. Nighting- Nightingale, John Joe. Getting red cards. Graham Connolly, Alexander Dim Dimb, Kristen Torsen, Luke Evans, Justin Evans, the brothers. They 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 subscribe at the exact same time too. I wonder if they're actually brothers. Matt Darty, Barry and James, Ryan Dale, Scott Osteck, Tempe Bug Legend, Max Evans, Dustin Willett, Petro, No Last Name, Philip Moeller, Mark George, Zachary Hughes, Mitchell Fine Find Later. I'll find you later, dude. Luke Friesen, Lyle, No Last Name, Zach Payne, Brandon Born Bornner. Gavin Carroll, Lee Duffy, Ledbetter, reminds me of Ledbetter on Middlesbrough, Brian Ward, Robert Turnbull, Hugo Marsh, Hugo Marsh, dude. I think he's topped the uh, prize league table. It sticks out to me. Auden, H. Jacobson, Stephen Griffin, Brian Kirwan, Wolfgang Jones, David Jessman, and the David duo, David Cullen. And that's it. Thank you so much, guys. We love you so much. You're keeping the pod pouting.
1: I have actual tears we, in my eyes right now, dude.
0: Right. We cannot
1: do this every week.
0: Well, there's not going to be this many every week.
1: Oh, it's new guys only. Yeah,
0: it's new guys only. Like when you when you oh. subscribe, we read you. I'm actual tears in my eyes, dude. That I was fucking <laughs> losing it, dude. Oh, oh my boy, God. it's like holiday dinners at my house. Like me and Oren, one of the donators, lock eyes and just fucking die. It's soup. Whew. Yeah, the soup, dude. You know all about that shit. No, okay. Check us out. out at fmlpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfpl. As Walsh mentioned, patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Thank you so much. We love you all, and cheers. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl.